0: From our studios in beautiful North Florida, celebrating two years of colored commentary, it's In Black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. I am Jerry Brooks, your host, your your friendly neighborhood baby-faced assassin of freedom, and tour guide through the wackadoodle world of Joe Biden's America. And happy Valentine's Day, everybody. But unfortunately, on a day where we're supposed to have a lot of love and appreciation uh, for those around us, uh, it ain't happening in D.C. Uh, But... Before I get into a lot of that, breaking news before we came on the air. According to Newsmax, uh, there, the chair of the House Intelligence Committee, Mike Turner of Ohio, has warned that Russia has a quote-unquote serious national security threat. Now, just taking a couple of the paragraphs of the story I'm not going to read the whole thing but I will be putting uh, a, a link to it on all of our social media but it simply reads the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee Representative Mike Turner issued an unusual cryptic statement on Wednesday saying the committee had made available to all members of Congress information about an unspecified quote unquote serious national security threat. But sources close to ABC News reports report that the threat relates to Russia's plans to place a nuclear weapon in space. According to ABC News, this is not to drop a nuclear weapon onto Earth, but to rather possibly use against satellites, end quote end quote the network said the development is quote unquote very dis- very concerning and a big deal quote unquote there and uh, later on in the story uh chairman turner is asking the biden administration to declassify the threat so that this information can go to uh the appropriate people in the intelligence community the defense community and to our allies overseas because this is uh, if there's any validity to this this is a big threat I mean my goodness if anybody Russia China North Korea Iran or a combination thereof puts a nuclear weapon in orbit uh, yeah that's a very big deal and it's a threat to not only our national security but to everybody's security good bad or indifferent because all it takes is one goof up one malfunction and that thing can come down anywhere on the planet anywhere so frankly i don't know what the dawdling is with the biden administration but we're, we're, we're kind of used to that as Americans right now, but that's crazy. That is absolutely full-on crazy. And this will be a story I will definitely be keeping a track, track of and putting on our social media on our website in blackandright.net wherever I can get it out. So yes, this is very important. But getting into the heart of today... what I'd like to talk about. Now of course yesterday the big news is that the House had the articles of impeachment for Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas was passed in in its second attempt. Now the first attempt came up short. I don't know what the difference was as far as getting it passed this time, but there's something about it that just absolutely blows my mind. Because reading the story uh, here from Just the News, it's it's really mind-blowing. Now the first paragraph or so really is at the heart of what I wanted to talk about. The GOP-led House voted 214 to 213 on Tuesday night to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, marking the first time a sitting cabinet secretary has received such a punishment. The The vote pushes two articles of impeachment to the Senate for a potential trial later this year. Okay, that right there, the fact that it took two times to get this doggone thing done, It really should have been done late last year not this year because if you're gonna have to deal with an impeachment trial in the middle of a presidential election year uh, no but that's not really what I wanted to talk about the the thing that stuck out in this story was the fact that it only passed by one vote one vote now the ding-dong Republicans, acting like thorough dipsticks, have done nothing to help themselves as far as their uh, very slim majority, and it got even slimmer last night during the special election in the 3rd Congressional District of New York State. That was the seat that was made vacate, vacant By the House by kicking out George Santos out of that seat for whatever idiotic reasons. And as I feared, the the Democrat in the race won the seat and is projected to win it. So you might as well just say, there goes another one. And now, later on, I believe in the month of May... The seat in California that was vacated by former uh, former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is now going to be up for grabs. Oh boy, that's going to be even more fun if a Democrat takes that seat. So, yeah, so once again, while this is coming back to bite the GOP right in the butt, and you deserve it for to be perfectly honest because you've got major league stuff going on legislatively during the next few months you have the border issue uh, with the Senate passing that 95 billion dollar uh, foreign aid package now going to the House and in a press conference today House Speaker Mike Johnson Uh, said, no, we're we're not going to take up the bill because there's nothing for the border. $95 billion, which frankly we don't have, going and over $60 billion of it, almost two-thirds, going to Ukraine. And Ukraine is a white-hot mess right now. It's falling apart. And I'll get into that in a bit but yeah they wanted to kind of put this all together where okay you know you all this money goes to ukraine and then here's some for israel here's some for taiwan or 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 that region of the world but still if if and this is a big if if mike johnson actually has the steel in his spine to say no we're not going to take it up because one there's no, there's not enough support for Ukraine among Republicans, and plus, you completely ignored our own border. So, you've got these issues right now, but also, you're going to have to deal with continuing resolutions, CRs, and frankly, the <laughs> the GOP has screwed that up too, because with all this time and energy that you're wasting on impeaching mayorkas and doing all these other things where are the rest of the appropriations bills hmm where are they they are nowhere to be found they don't have the time to go through them and they're basically bucking up against a march 1st deadline Uh that's like we're done and there's out of, and you know we're out of money so now it becomes do we do the does the GOP shut down the government in the middle of an election year uh, just to make a point about uh, current spending or not so yeah there's a lot going on there is a lot going on and there's even more issues, legislative fights coming up. Uh, certainly there's another one involving FISA reform uh, that's going to uh, have to be dealt with. And I do believe that will be done and has to be done in March because renewal of the se- Section 702, yeah, that, that never should have happened. That needs help and you're probably going to get at least some democrat support for it uh some type of reform but you know we ugh, oh my gosh it's just so nutty absolutely nutty that this is going on ah uh, and plus you still have uh the whole thing with uh Trump and all the uh and Uh, with all the trials, but uh, something that came across uh, my newswire earlier today, and I just got a big smile on my face because tomorrow in Atlanta, the judge in the Rico case is going to be hearing about Big Fannie Willis, her adulterous relationship with Nathan Wade, and now all the money that they got uh, from from that, and also their collusion with the White House, because the visitors' logs and other documents prove that they were meeting with the White House counsel. So Trump is going to go down to Atlanta and sit in on this, and oh, oh baby, oh, that's going to be fun. I don't know if we're going to be able to kind of either live stream it or something, but that's going to be a hoot. <laughs> a major league, full blown hoot. Now, like Letitia James did in New York, sitting in the courtroom with thinking that she's all that in a bag of chips. Now, I don't understand. Now, of course, Big Vanny Willis. Is continuing to go around Atlanta and Fulton County and to the media, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution and all the other uh, regional media, saying that oh no, this is about this is this is terrible. This is racism, and it has to deal with black women. You know, being I said, wait a minute, no, Fannie. Again, you don't get it. Stupidity doesn't discriminate. And neither does corruption. Same with Letitia James in New York State as Attorney General. Whose only uh, campaign item was, I'm going to get Trump. I'm going to get Trump. Yeah, okay. Then, of course, how about all the collusion, maybe with uh, the Biden White House counsel? I don't know. I mean, hey, it's New York. <laughs> New York is very blue, and they have no problem with cheating and ballot harvesting, uh, things of that nature. Yeah, they got zero problem, zero problem with it. So yeah, there's going to be that too. Um, oh mercy! Now, as far as my going back a little bit to Mallorcas. This is just insane. Now, there's a story in the uh, in the Gateway Pundit. Have, uh, I have a link to it at inblackandright.net. And, oh my goodness, Mallorca's apparently, last Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, on Meet the Depressed with the new host Kristen Welker, apparently he doesn't regret getting rid of Trump's Remain in Mexico policy after all the damage that's done with the millions upon millions of military-aged young men who've invaded the US. Not that many women. And considering where they're from, places like China, Africa, the Middle East, other places where we probably uh, have the special interest aliens and those are the people who are from countries that have a long-standing history of terrorism. Oh, mercy. This is in, this is in freaking insane. Now, what's really crazy about this? I mean, I'll um I'll, I'll let you listen to this from Majorcas himself uh, just this past Sunday on Meet the Press.
0: Let me just ask you, though, big picture. You have now been in your position for three years, and let's talk about what's happened during those three years. More migrants have crossed the border illegally last year than ever before. The asylum cases backlog has more than tripled since 2019. You yourself have said that more than 85% of migrants caught crossing the border illegally are being released into the U.S. as they await their court dates. Let's just put impeachment aside for a minute. Why do you deserve to keep your job, Mr. Secretary? Kristen, the um, the the data that you cite is a powerful example of why we need legislation to fix what everyone agrees is a broken immigration system. And you take a snapshot of the data over the past three years. Uh, let's take a look before the last three years that case backlog which is about three million cases has been growing year over year over year the time between uh, when we encounter an individual at the border and the time of final adjudication of an asylum claim case has been years five to seven years four years and years I remember when I entered the Department of Homeland Security in 2009, we were wrestling with these very same issues. The system has not been fixed for 30 years. A bipartisan group of senators have now presented us with the tools and resources we need, bipartisan group, and yet... um, Congress killed it before even reading it No doubt there is gridlock on Congress But do you bear responsibility For what is happening at the border What the president himself has called a crisis It certainly is a crisis And well we don't bear responsibility For a broken system
1: Mm Mm-hmm Okay Once again Blame shifting Blame shifting Gotta love this Got to love this now, <laughs> I, I'm just cracking up here. We've got a Homeland Security Secretary who just got impeached last night for not doing his job on the border. And believe me, the morale of the Border Patrol and, and ICE and other uh, agencies, it's ridiculous. It's, it's like bottom feeding. It's so low. But yet, here's Alejandro Mayorkas, a man who's been working very hard to keep that border open and trying to gaslight people into thinking that, oh, the border's secure, the border's secure. Uh, no, sorry, it's not. So that is one of many reasons why he needed to be impeached, but I don't know if it's just too late to do much of anything because there are other things that are more pressing but yeah that's uh, who you're dealing with folks as far as Majorcus goes oh my 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 let's see oh yes a little bit of economic news and I I, I don't do as much as of economic news that I would like because I don't consider myself an expert on this but there are things that are very much real and people experience every day I mean I do too because I have to put gas in my vehicle I have to go to the grocery store to eat and all the other expenses that I have on a month to month basis but wow but yes okay in January the inflation rate was at 3.1 percent from a year ago now interestingly enough that doesn't seem like a very high number but but it does uh reflect what's going on with the basic things like food food costs are still going up I mean the price of eggs is going up again Uh, oh my gosh it's it it makes me cry i mean these are things that you know the so many millions of americans buy every day it's kind of a staple you know eggs milk bread butter what have you but yeah the price of those are still going up gas oh my goodness even where i am in north central florida within a, a 36-hour period Gap there was an increase in the price of regular gas of 20 cents over 20 cents actually 20 to 25 cents depending and That was weird That was that was absolutely the weirdest thing. It just boom changed like that Yes, and of course there are the other things housing uh, 30-year the 30-year mortgage those applications are down because of interest rates and inflation so yeah binomics sucks no wonder they don't like democrats using it uh, and the media doesn't use it either so that's just a little bit of a side note as far as the economy but i'll tell you this election just on briefly turning to a very highly distressing uh, news item from the National Pulse. It just came across, uh, oh my goodness, about, what, five minutes ago? Now, it has to do, oh yeah, oh, I'm sorry, it was about half an hour ago. The it's The Secretary of State of the state of Missouri Jay Ashcroft was assaulted by a group of wackadoodle leftists and looking at the picture a lot of them were like pro-Palestinian pro-Hamas folks but the media pretty much there in Missouri is pretty much ignoring it now this is just weird that it took this long for a story of this importance because there are people who are just nuts okay they, they are just full-on trump derangement syndrome on steroid types and they're trying to make life difficult especially if you happen to be in a state with a republican secretary of state like the state of missouri And Jay Ashcroft, who has, I'm sure, is probably, I'm sure, is related to John Ashcroft, uh, former senator from Missouri. But yeah, just looking at the story here in the National Pulse. Great news site, by the way. I, I have a subscription, and I highly recommend you get a subscription too, because this is stuff the mainstream media, I promise you, will never talk about. They won't because it's a it's about narrative, false narratives, gaslighting, and other things. But just reading the few first the first few lines of this story, Missouri's Republican Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft was assaulted by left-wing agitators upon his arrival at a local event, according to a report from NBC affiliate KOMU. The February 6th gathering was hosted by the the American-Israel Public Affairs Committee in Jefferson City, Missouri. Following remarks at the Missouri General Assembly by Israeli Consul General Mayor Elbaz Starinsky, Ashcroft was assaulted when trying to enter the event venue. I mean, yes, these are thugs. These are just thugs. Mindless, demonized, brainless thugs who use intimidation, manipulation, all kinds of tactics to just try to physically assault elected officials. And of course, a Secretary of State is a prime target this year because of elections. This is messed up. This is absolutely messed up. But as I've tried to warn people, all the way back, gosh, towards the, uh, m- the end or the middle of 2023, yep, it's gonna get crazy. I mean, it's gonna really get crazy. We are a culture that is clueless. Case in point, another story I reported an hour ago, that multiple people were injured as shots were fired at Kansas at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl celebration parade now that's crazy I mean super, I used to live in Seattle and when the Seattle Seahawks won their first and only Super Bowl yeah it was crazy yeah there were a lot of people but I don't recall anybody bringing guns and shooting at anybody and believe you me seattle is as blue and as way out in left field as any city but this is the midwest kansas city oh my gosh you don't really expect that i mean sure you can expect it in los angeles in detroit other cities but kansas city but still um What's crazy? Uh, let's see. 14 people were injured, according to early reports. One person died, and three of the people are in critical condition of those who were injured, and five are in serious condition. I mean, seriously. I mean, the Super Bowl was bad, was crazy enough on its own. I mean, the game was great. I was rooting for the Chiefs. I was very happy for the Chiefs. Of course, you got the whole Taylor Swift effect uh, there uh, because Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift's uh, Pro Bowl boyfriend, shelled out money for a million dollars uh, family suite at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. So, yeah, he put his money where his mouth was, but yeah, great game, great ending. Now, of course, the detractors were looking at what happened on the sideline with Travis Kelsey, who was visibly upset, getting in Andy Reid's face and kind of bumping up against him and almost knocking him down. Now, that's crazy. Now, of course, understandable because i do have athletes in my family you get into the stakes i mean this is the super bowl the most watched event on the planet or one of the most watched uh, outside of the olympics that are coming this summer from paris but yeah that's pretty nutty but that's really minor in comparison to this I mean, two places in Missouri getting all of this craziness. So, uh, that's kind of nutty. But, yipes, yipes, yipes. But, I guess back to uh, a little bit of tr- traditional politics. It, now, of course, the next. Oh wait a minute okay oh i'm sorry here we go now this is really nutty um from england i mean just to go kind of circling back to the whole ukraine mess now the british foreign secretary david cameron who's also the former prime minister is demanding that the u.s congress back ukraine I, and a quote from Cameron, I am dropping diplomatic niceties. So what is this obsession with the Ukraine and giving the oligarchs this money? Zelensky is already up to his neck in problems. He's got rid of a very popular general there, uh, that the people of Ukraine loved. There have been protests in Kiev about getting to get rid of Zelensky. He's not particularly popular. And why so many people in this country Uh, now we have the UK and others in Europe insisting that we the American taxpayer give money to these people. Uh, I don't know. But Oh my goodness, that that right there just makes me all kinds of crazy. But anyway, uh, looking at that. And as the countdown is going to the South Carolina primary on the 24th, we're 10 days away, uh, Trump is the Trump train is going still going at warp speed and building momentum in a in a latest poll. Trump is ahead of Haley by a nearly two-to-one margin in her home state where she was governor. So, this is going to be real fun. Although, Trump will still be doing events. He will be visiting at least uh, two more times before the South Carolina primary. And then, uh, probably be there on that Saturday for a victory party. Which sounds absolutely cool to me. Ugh. So, my friends, uh, we've got a lot going on and, well, I'm just going to call it a day today. Happy Valentine's Day to your sweethearts. Show some love. Buy the flowers. Buy the chocolate. Do whatever. But just make it just a day of love for those who you love because... We need it now more than ever, and that is for sure. So, I, before I call it a day, I just want to let you know that, of course, you can always send email to our uh, address at inblackandright at gmail.com, our website, which has been updated today, inblackandright.net, and you can also subscribe and follow us and get notified about our podcast And I'll be putting up an interview here uh, within the next few hours on our Rumble page. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Take care, everybody. Have a great rest of your Valentine's Day. I will talk to you all tomorrow. And as always, remember, patriots come in all colors.